Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast as we begin a new week. Fantasy football is not too far away, but we're still playing baseball here in Daily. It is uh, Monday, July 22nd, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy. Uh, night slate tonight in uh, DFS baseball. Uh, here to cover with me, uh, as usual, is Mark Paquette, our uh, DFS and weather expert. Mark, what are we looking at weather-wise for Monday night? Two big things. One, rain in D.C., rain and lightning. And we all know how well or badly, however you want to look at it, uh, the Nationals handle wet and thundery weather. So that's a major concern. The other uh, major weather story is the change to cooler weather in the Northeast. Where I am in central Pennsylvania, it'll rain much of the day, keeping temperatures down, and that will translate to where you are in New York City later in the day today, Scott. Yeah, I know that we were expecting uh, expecting thunderstorms uh, probably around 5 p.m. Eastern tonight, but uh, the Mets don't play until at home uh, tomorrow night, and the Yankees are on the road, so it really won't affect unless right. you want, want to have an outdoor party and watch the Yankees tonight. That's uh, right. Your Boston Red Sox taking on the Tampa Bay Rays and Water Rodriguez at ten thousand nine hundred on DraftKings has pitched better since coming out of the break, but has not been reliable all year long. Uh, going against Jalen Beeks. Well, the Red Sox, as you mentioned, uh, are right in their make or break uh, part of their schedule now. I believe they have twelve of their next fourteen or twelve out of thirteen against the Rays and the Yankees. So this will really tell them whether they're contenders or not. And like you said, Erod goes to the hill tonight. Um, these two teams know each other very well. They don't aren't exactly fond of each other. Um, the Rays do a good job at getting pitch counts up, and that is one of the reasons why I'm not out in love with Erod tonight. Yes, Pitcher's Park, uh, generally the Rays are worse against lefties than they are righties, and Erod has potential. So I could see him pitch a good game, but I'm, he's not going to be on a ton of my rosters tonight. Uh, what do you, and, and, and overall, I'm not going to be looking for bats either because they're going. I think Tampa is going with Beeks as either the the primary pitcher or just the the out on out starter, correct? Yeah, well, we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens there. He's making yeah. his first start of the season. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he'd been pitching multiple innings out of the bullpen as the primary pitcher, but this is, I believe, announced as the starter. So that's a little interesting. Maybe trying to put some doubt in the Red Sox mind or something like that. Yeah. So maybe it's a little fuzzy in terms of the bats you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on and go to Colorado at Washington. You, you mentioned the weather there, uh, yeah. but uh, you know, you might like some nationals bats here against Peter Lambert. Uh, you know, Eric, Eric Fetty, you know, uh, you know, maybe somebody to consider too, but uh, last time, uh, out against Baltimore, six innings of one 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 uh one run ball. If anything, you know, I'd probably like some Nationals bats. You know, maybe even a National stack against Peter Lambert. Yeah, I think National bats are certainly in play. The whole key about the weather tonight is when exactly there is going to be quite the mass of thunderstorms. When does it move in? If it's if it's moving in eight or eight thirty, then they start the game on time. Generally, if a game starts on time, they do everything in their power to get it official, and thus bats would be relatively safe. If the rain is in there early and the game has to start delayed or looks like it's going to start delayed in like the 6, 6.30 p.m. hour when we're finalizing our roster, then there's quite a bit of risk to both arms and bats. You mentioned Peter Lambert. 
been bad, especially at home, but he hasn't been much better on the road. And the Rockies bullpen, for lack of a better term, has just been pathetic over the last month or so. So, yeah, you got to like national bats if they play tonight. Yeah, we'll have to play wait and see with this, though, so it's kind of sketchy. Uh, yep. Make sure you, you, for premium gold subscribers, you check our Slack chat channel uh, throughout the evening as Mark will be updating you on whether and what to do in, t- t- in these, these sort of situations. This is why you want to have a premium gold subscription to win daily so you can talk directly to the weatherman in our Slack weather channel and find out what's going on. The St. Louis Cardinals are at Pittsburgh. Daniel Ponce de Leon coming off a good start. 9,000 on DraftKings. Uh, you know, maybe a pitcher to save on. But then again, I, I kind of like Trevor Williams at 6,500 if you want to you wanna save some money on pitching there as well. Yeah, this is an interesting matchup. Um, both teams on the fringe of contender. I mean, any team in the National League is really in the fringe of the the playoff uh, chase because, I mean, the wild card's so bunched up. But yeah, it's so Pirates, wide open, yeah. Yeah, the Pirates haven't really looked good in the all, since the All-Star break. Um, so you sort of like De Leon there, but like you said, on the other side, Williams, especially at home, is a pretty good pitcher. So I, I, this seems like, for me, a stay-away game, both in terms of arms and bats. I'm taking, I'll take Williams for 6,500. He faced... He faced uh, St. Louis at home in May. Uh, I think it was May 10th, and uh, held him a one run on six innings. I think for a, a pitcher of his quality, 6,500 is a nice price, especially as a second pitcher on DraftKings. Because chalk tonight is going to be Mike Clevenger at Toronto at 12,100. Oh. Ryan, Ryan Baricki is actually pitched uh, pretty good in the minor leagues. He's going to make his first start. He's at 7,600. Uh, I'd probably... I can't be fully confident in the Cleveland Bats going against Baricki, who's pitched well in the minors this year. But uh, Clevenger is an incredible 12,100. Yeah, his strikeout rate is incredible. I believe he has 58, 58 strikeouts on the season, over 32 innings. Let that sink in for a second. I mean, the problem is is that Francona has been treating him with kid gloves, not letting him go more than 90, 100 pitches. If he suddenly allows him to go deep, then holy cow, what you're looking at. Now, Toronto's bats have woken up a little bit, but certainly Clevenger is a good spot. The other thing I find is you call him Sock. I, I'm, he will be highly owned, no doubt about it, but will he be more owned than Cole or Ray when we talk about them later in, in, the, in the show here? I'm not sure. I mean, this is a pretty big 11-game slate for a Monday. So I think ownership, just for that particular reason, that it's a fairly big slate, may be a little bit down on Clevenger. What do you think? I mean, I see... You're right. He, he, he may not be yeah. chalk, but if you, can, yeah. if, if you can take a Trevor Williams for 6,500, along with him in a second pitcher on DraftKings, you might be able to do it. Yeah. Cincinnati's at Milwaukee. Uh, Sonny Gray has pitched well this year, but I don't like him against this lineup. Chase Anderson's actually coming against a, of a strong start against a good Atlanta team. So th- this might just be a stay away from game for me completely. I could see that philosophy. I mean, forever we've been like Milwaukee at home, Milwaukee at home. Holy cow, their bats are in play. You know, feel bad for the pitcher. But in actuality, and this isn't at home, this is just against right-handed starter. When you combine ISO, Wober, and OPS, the Brewers are 25th in the league in productivity against right-handed pitchers. Sonny Gray has pitched really well. Um, 
this is a GPP option for me. I mean, it's something sort of has to give. Either the Brewers are really bad against right-handed pitchers or they're really good at home. There's no in-between here tonight uh, with Sonny Gray against Brewers. So for me, if I'm mass multi-entering, I'm probably going to put Gray maybe 10 to 20% of my rosters, but he certainly, I think he carries too much risk for a cash game pitcher. Miami's at Chicago. You could save some uh, money with with Trevor Richards at seven thousand dollars. Although I prefer Trevor Williams, and Ivanova is always somebody to get bats in against. But it's hard to get more Miami bats in there. Maybe you want Brian Anderson at four thousand and Jorge Alfaro at thirty seven hundred. Maybe a little Garrett Cooper action. It's not like you can run Marlon Stack, but you might want to consider uh, some of their bat better bats here against Nova. Yeah, this was in my prelim lineup. Miami gets a major park upgrade. Chicago has actually been one of the better parks to hit in homers this year, while obviously Miami is one of the worst. So I'm like, I want some Marlins bats. But in my prelim lineup, I'm like, Martin Prado, Neil Walker. I was like, oh, it makes me want to throw up in my mouth. You know what I mean? Because I wanted the top arms. I want Ray and Cole, and we'll talk about them, like, like I said. But... Yeah, I had Anderson. I can't afford Cooper because he's all the way up at 5000 even though he's the Marlins best hitter. Um, Is that on FanDuel or DraftKings? DraftKings, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, um, so I want Marlins bats. I mean, the, the part I'm going to struggle is is which ones I, you, I, I use. You mentioned probably the better ones. Alfaro is really good, but I actually started with Rafael Perez uh, from the Indians because he's going against the lefty. And oh, Roberto even, Perez? Yeah, yeah, Roberto Perez, I'm sorry, yeah. because he's even cheaper uh, than Alfaro. But, yeah, I mean, I'm going to use some, some bats from this Miami team. It's just which ones is the key. Okay, moving along. We got Oakland at Houston. Homer Bailey's pitched uh, pretty well, but uh, you don't want to use him against the Astros. Uh, Garrett Cole against Oakland at 12,500. I don't think I could do this because Oakland's bats have been hot lately. Yeah, I'm not going to blame you, but Cole has just been on an incredible stretch here. His last 10 games have vaulted him right into the Cy Young contention of the American League. As I wrote over uh, in the pitching article today, I believe his strikeout ratio um, over those last 10 games is over 13 per nine. I want Cole, but like you said, that price just may make me not. Yeah, I I can get Clevenger for three hundred less if I'm going to spend up that kind of money. Uh, Yeah, and I don't blame you there because probably Clevenger has the better matchup uh, when it turns to bats and park. So the parks are pretty close. I mean, Toronto's probably a slightly more uh, a better park, excuse me, for hitters than it is uh, than Houston's. But, I mean, you have to say Houston's lineup is certainly, I mean, Oakland's lineup is more scary in terms of starting pitching than Toronto's is. So, yeah, I'm not going to blame you if you go there. I think in the best of worlds, I would go both uh, Cole and Clevenger, but, I mean, that is really sacrificing your bats there on DK. Okay, let's move on to the Yankees at the Twins. CeCe Sabathia against Martin Perez. Uh, Perez has been good overall. Uh, you don't want to use Sabathia against this lineup. Uh, this looks like a stay-away game. I don't. A Yankee stack is always in play, but uh, you know Perez. Perez has been okay this year. Yeah, you, you have some great points here. Generally, 
I'm never using a pitcher against the Yankees. I mean, and, and if that burns me once every four times, so be it. You know what I mean? Look at yesterday, the Rockies uh, pitching staff limited the Yankees only two or three runs, I believe. Um, and that could happen tonight, but there's no guarantee that happens. Martin Perez, though he's been good, is certainly not uh, just like he's going to shut down the Yankees lineup. There's no certainty there. Um, and on the other side, CC against the Twins. I mean, the Twins are pretty darn good at home. They have a whole bunch of right-handed power with Sano and, and Cruz being two that come to mind right away. I'm probably not going to use CC here, too, even though I don't use CC too much in DFS. But I'm not sure. I don't think I want a ton of Twins bats either, though. I mean, CC has done a good job at limiting uh, damage against him. Baltimore's against Arizona. You know, maybe here's your pitching option yep. uh, with Robbie Ray at 11,400 yep. coming in, won his last four starts against Baltimore. You would think Aaron Brooks would be somebody to attack, but he hasn't pitched terribly. Yeah, I mean, again, you're reading my mind. I want Ray tonight. Baltimore just had to go from East Coast to the desert um, overnight after their win against the Red Sox yesterday. Uh, Ray has been waiting there at home. He's been pitching really good for the first few starts after the All-Star break and even a few starts before the All-Star break. And it's just striking out a million guys. Um, and Baltimore's lineup is prone to strikeout. So I think Ray's in a great spot. And like you said, Brooks, I mean, Baltimore's, they're, they're seem to be doing something with their pitching staff. I know yesterday Wojciechowski was fantastic, and I saw some of his pitches. I'm like, wow, look at the movement on this. Maybe Baltimore's new pitching staff uh, and coaches have developed something that's able to limit the damage, and, and I think that's what Brooks does tonight. He doesn't get blown up. Chicago's in San Francisco. Maybe you look for some bats here when you got Alec Mills going against Sean Anderson. Uh, the Giants' offense has cooled off a little bit, but I think uh, I think a Cub stack uh, is definitely in play, and uh, you know San Francisco bats you can consider as well. Yeah, I, I, you're right again. I mean, this is the late night game. I know there there isn't really a quote unquote late night hammer when it comes to. Uh, Major League Baseball as compared to NBA, but this is a game that you could use some bats here. Um, I like Sean Crawford. I mean, Sean Crawford. Brandon Crawford. Crawford From the Giants at shortstop and Alex Dickerson in the outfield. And Cubs, yeah, I mean, you can go in various directions with Cubs bats. Obviously, we're playing an Oracle. Very strong, if not the strongest uh, pitcher's park in all of baseball. So, you got to be careful. Probably just go a one or maybe a two off from each team there for me. And like I said, it's probably because I just want to save some money. So it'd probably be Crawford at short, and I'd have to see what else uh, comes in for lineup. Texas it's at Seattle. Adrian Stampson against Marco Gonzalez. Uh, Marco Gonzalez has certainly not pitched badly, especially uh, he had a bad May. But uh, he's he's turned it he's turned it around recently. Adrian Sampson is somebody you want to attack, but it's hard to recommend a Seattle stack. Uh, you know, maybe there's a few bats that you can uh, run a mini stack with here. You definitely like Dan Vogelbach at 4,400. Maybe even J.P. Crawford at 3,800 and Malik Smith at 4,400. But it's hard to run a Seattle stack. Yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, Sampson. You mentioned Gonzalez not being bad. Sampson has been really bad and I like Seattle bats and the first one that stands out is Vogelbach 
he did hit two home runs Friday night. Then he went 0 for 4 Saturday. And yesterday he did not play because of, according to DK, he's battling a sore left shoulder. So just have to make sure he's in the lineup and or that injury isn't that serious. Um, and, yeah, I like Crawford too. In my Cleveland lineup, I had Crawford, J.P. Crawford, over Brandon Crawford just because of the park and the matchups are better, I believe, for J.P. Crawford than, than the other Crawford. But, yeah, I'm going to try to get some Seattle bats in here. Maybe Navarez, the catcher. Uh, certainly not going Kyle Seeger. He hasn't done anything recently. Uh, Malik Smith is always in play if he can get a stolen base and get on base or two, but he really hasn't. He went through a stretch where he was hitting the ball for some uh, extra base hits, and but hasn't really done so much. Yeah, the, it's after going through this, the Washington stack would would, would probably be the primary one, but uh, you know we just don't know because of weather. And outside yeah. of that, it's 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 not easy to find a stack tonight. Well, I think you know the Cubs, something somebody you have to consider, but it's in a pitcher's park. Uh, Seattle and Miami are, are facing exploitable pitchers, but you know neither one of those lineups, especially Miami, is you know it might. Be, is this a night where maybe you know there's not a pure stack out there and it's just running a combination of bats? Yeah, I heard a lot of DFS people talk about that yesterday, where they, in hindsight, they were saying the main game slate, like everyone stacked the Red Sox. I did, uh, which ended up being horrific. Uh, that. Yesterday was a, a non-stacking slate where you just take a couple bats from each team that you think in good spots and go from there. And I think that may be the case today. As you said, are you going to stack Miami? Oh, my God. Do you stack Seattle? No. And Chicago in Oracle, it's almost a rule that you never stack in Oracle just because you aren't going to hit homers there. I mean, you will hit one to two homers there a game, if that. There's never, like an explosion of home runs at Oracle. It does, doesn't happen. Um, yeah, it, it's you have a good point. And maybe you're like, I like one or two bats from right this spot. Let's figure out which two. I like one or two bats from this spot. Let's figure out which one or two, that kind of thing. I, I agree with you tonight, Scott. Yeah, and pitching-wise, I don't think we want to spend up, quite spend up for Clevenger and Cole when we can get Ray. And I really like Trevor Williams as a discount pitcher. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I... I wasn't looking at Williams. For me, I had the opposite philosophies that I do want on DK now and talking two of those top arms. So Clevenger, Cole, or Ray. But I get what you're saying. If I do that, my bats are extremely limited. And in DFS, as we all know, you look for some home run power. And going around that, the Major League Baseball, there's not a ton of power that you can get for roughly $3,000 to $3,500 on DK. One bat that did stand out that I first had pre-limited was Chris Davis from Oakland is priced at $3,100 on DraftKings. Yeah, and he's just starting to hit again, too, yeah. Yeah, but he's going against Garrett Cole. But $3,100, you usually don't even see, see like, bench players at that price. Uh, and to have the, the two-time American League home run champion, uh, who's obviously not going to make it three in a row unless he goes an incredible hot streak the last two months of the season. But at that price, you, you go for hopefully a two-homer game, and then you'll be happy. All right. Thanks a lot for listening to the Win Daily Podcast for July 22nd. We wish you good luck tonight. Make sure to listen tomorrow when it will be Jason uh, Mizrahi and Matt Stryker. 
I'm Scott Engel for Mark Perquette, and thanks for listening.